Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. How are you? Thanks for listening to our podcast. Appreciate the download. We are celebrating here in June 100,000 downloads, and we thank you for that. We're in 18 different countries now, like like, like the UK, the ne- in Netherlands, uh, China, Japan. I even found that we have about 600 downloads from Ukraine. And so for you folks listening there, our thoughts and our prayers, our hearts are open for you. Uh, we're praying for an end to this madness real soon. Mm, gosh, everybody here in Nashville um, has, has, has you in mind, so... Uh, Know that, and uh, we're going to uh, introduce a fantastic guest today to make a get, uh, make a connection with. It is Sylvia, '80s hit maker, and is doing some great things today that we're going to talk about. We're so blessed to have you here, Sylvia. Thank you for for being on the show. Well, thank you, Dave. It's good to be here with you. <laughs> we met a long time ago, way back in the day. I was working for a little radio station, and uh, you came and spent a day with us, I think, at a county fair. And uh, uh, one of your songs had just reached the uh, top five, I think uh, n- number two or something like that. And we just celebrated all day. We had we had us a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So we're going to find out what you're doing now. But I want to thank one of our sponsors right, right away, and it's Mark Allen Barnett Songwriting Tours, if I could. Mark's a great songwriter, a uh, great person, a mentor, a teacher. Uh, he can help you. If you're coming into town and you're into songwriting and you want to know more, 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 more about the craft or you just want to improve your skills, Mark is, uh, is helping you do just that with these tours. He will help you with the creation of the song. He'll write with you. She'll, he'll take a look at like line by line analysis of what you're doing. He'll help you perform the song. He'll take you around some of the songwriter nights here and get you on stage performing. Uh, he'll help you network. He'll talk about the business. He'll up your game. Three to five years, he says, with just one of his tours, and uh, it really is a, a fantastic thing. Mark's been on our show a few times. Uh, you can find Mark Allen Barnett on past Songwriter Connection programs. Hook up with him, will you? It's Mark Allen Barnett. Mark is M-A-R-C-Allen. Uh, Barnett is B-A-R-N-E-T-T-E, and uh, he's got his own website, markallenbarnett.com. Check it out. Book a tour soon. Tell him we said hello. He's a good guy. really is. Sylvia. Oh, my goodness. Man, remember all these big hits I used to play, uh, Tumbleweed and, and Drifter, and then nobody um, topped the charts. You became America's sweetheart. You won um, the Academy of Country Music's Female Vocalist of the Year. You were Billboard's number one country female artist. You, you got your own record label. You've got a new record out. You're doing all kinds of cool things, but you spend the time with us here today. We really appreciate that. Hi. Yeah, so it's it's great to be with you. I'm really glad and excited to be talking with you about what I'm doing. And, you know, I think some people feel like I kind of dropped off the radar after mm. the RCA days. It was tough because after after those days, you know, I was an independent and have been an independent artist ever since. And yeah. I put out my put out my first independent record in 1996 before really the Internet took off. So wow. different game. Um, mm. Yeah. And I've been continuing to record every few years few years putting out a new album and uh i've got a new one out that came out just in february called nature child a dreamer's journey that i'm just so excited about that is such a great record we were listening to it just the other day and it came out on two 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 (laughs) on that very special day in february didn't it it sure did and when i was looking ahead at dates to possibly release the album on I, i when i realized that Two 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 was on a Tuesday. Yeah, that just that that sealed the deal. So, man, did you re- did you release it like two o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice though. At two twenty two. Two twenty two would have been. Tell us, this is a concept record, and um, and you know, and I have to congratulate you because you're again on the Billboard charts, right? And and that's where you belong. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, thank you. It's on the children's album charts, uh, or it was for for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but it sold enough in that uh, that initial launch period that it got on in the top fifteen. So that's, that's fantastic. Really, a wonderful thing, and I'm I'm just I'm so excited. This is a different record than I've ever made before. Yeah. And it's been in the making for thirty four years. Thirty four years. Yeah. Half of this record was written. I wrote half of it with Verlin Thompson back in the late 80s, early 90s. Wow. So, And then it just, life took over and took me down different roads, and mm-hmm. I have circled back around to it and have always intended to record it. 
uh, and in the process of recording it over the last couple of years during COVID mm-hmm. um, with my friend John Mock, who I co- co-produce all my records with and co-write with as well. Uh, we wrote several songs during the making of the record that ended up on the record. So it's just, it was just the right time. You know, I, you can look back and say, why didn't we do this when, whenever? But I yeah. really trust life. It, it, the timing is perfect. Timing is perfect. And, and this is something that's needed right now, I think, today. Uh, why did you decide to, um, to, to make a record? Well, it's not, and I don't want to say it's just for children. It's not. It's for, for, for everybody, really. The dreamer and everybody, as you say. Mm-hmm. But where it did is. that concept start for you? I know you said back in 96, but how did you start thinking about that direction? Well, actually, it was even back in the 80s because I, when I decided to take a break from touring full-time you know I had a band and a bus and I traveled 250 days a year I mean I was on the road all the time and I I was really feeling the urge to write music and deepen into my offering in the music world Mm -hmm. and and really speak from a different place I I was so blessed to get to you know sing some great songs by Kai Fleming and Dennis Mm -hmm. Morgan and some really other great writers uh but I I think as you grow and mature, I was in my 20s, and, and yeah. as you grow up and mature through life and have life experiences, you want your music, what you create, and you're up there night after night, mm-hmm. you want it to reflect some of your own life experience and some of your own uh, take on things, how, mm-hmm. how your perspective on things. So I really felt the urge to write, and the initial inspiration for this record was because mm-hmm. in the in after Nobody Hit So Big, children started coming to my shows in droves i I mean sometimes there'd be eight ten kids deep up toward the they would all come up to the front of the stage and they had little hand movements and dances worked out to nobody (laughs) snapshot and those songs and when i was looking back i realized gosh i wish i had i had some music that i could sing for these kids that is really more lyrically appropriate for for their age and mm-hmm. and that would be saying things I would really want to say to kids so that was the initial thought yeah. but as as time has gone on I realize it's it's not only for kids it's for the child inside of all of us yes and if there's ever a time you mentioned earlier that we need this right now we, we need to be inspired we need to use our imaginations to create the world we want to live in yes and, we do and We've created the world we're living in now to some extent, you know, the world, our immediate world. And that's where change begins. It begins with us as individuals and how, you know, how do I create the kind of peace inside myself that I want to see out there? And I think often we think we're going to create peace out there and then we're going to feel peaceful inside, but it's really the other way around. Hmm. I don't know if you know this, Dave, but I I work as a life and career coach and have been doing that for the last 20 some years. I did see that, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I'm often in conversations with people about how are they using their creativity, and I think some people think I'm not creative, you know. And I hear that from lots of people. Do you? Yes, you are. Yeah, you're creating your life every day. Ah, you know? interesting. And I think people think of creativity as just the arts, but you know, you can live your life artfully. Yes. And even if you don't paint or you don't sing or you don't write songs, you you have the ability to create. And, and create the life that you want. And yeah, we all have to take out the trash. You know, I'm not saying it's all going to be beautiful yeah. all the time, but yeah. we've got to make some space in our lives to use our imaginations and create some joyful things and, and use our gifts that we're given to, to be a service to other people. Oh, I agree totally. Couldn't agree more. I always like to start with our song, with a song, and I, let's play something from this new record right now. Uh, Imagination. You want to play the first? Well, Avalon is what we want to hear, right? The first one. Oh yeah, uh, yeah let's let's play the first one because yeah. it's really the uh, the entry into this journey. Yeah. Which is is uh, the nature child a dreamer's journey? Yeah. Do you know the my wife and I were listening to this uh, record when it first came out, and not knowing that it was written as this. Uh, uh, child's uh, uh, idea, uh, but for the dream from all of us, and we're listening. We go, you know, this would be a really great children's record, and then we realized it. It kind of is. So, um, yeah. So let's listen. This is Avalon uh, from this new record. It's called Nature's Child, uh, Dreamer's Journey. Our guest is Sylvia on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Thank you. 
That is just beautiful, by the way. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And like I was saying, it's needed right now. Nature Child, a dreamer's journey. That is Avalon from Sylvia. That's her brand new record. And Sylvia, it's, the melodies are so gorgeous and the production's amazing. Tell us a little bit about that production. You produced part of it. And I know you wrote on all these songs, right? Yes, yes. Verlin Thompson and I wrote Avalon and five of the other songs on the album. Uh, but John Mock is the 
one of the main instrumentalists on the whole record. I mean, he plays guitar, he plays mandolin, he plays tin whistle, you know, <laughs> he plays a lot of different electric guitar. He plays yeah. a lot of instruments on this whole recording. And the string arrangements oh, the and the, the vocals, all the vocals, those ethereal, I call them ethereal vocals. Yeah. Uh, he and I sat down together and, and wrote and, and created the, the background vocals what i sang and it was stacked many 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 times to give it that ethereal magical yeah that's what we were going for i wanted to i wanted this music to you know not only lyrically be magical but you know the ambience of the music i wanted to to feel like magic and and i really feel like we captured it john is just accomplished john mock absolutely john mock amazing Wonderful. The melodies are just so gorgeous. Um, as as a writer, are, do you are you melody first, or I mean, here's a silly question to ask a songwriter. Uh, are you? No, are, no are, it's <laughs> not a silly. No, it's not. It, actually, You're right. Words or lyrics first. Never. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, some people write a whole lyric and then yeah. yeah. Well, in in the case of the songs on this record that I wrote with John Mock, and I yeah. wrote well, there's five of them that that he's that wrote the music to. Um he would give me the the music like just playing on a guitar oh. and i'd play it over and over and over till i the lyrics start coming and yeah. uh, so i really feel like the music he writes number one starts out as kind of magical That's and yeah. and then as i listen deeply to it it's almost like the words are in there i just got to listen very hard oh. and they will just rise up out and i get images and i describe what i see from just from the music so and when Verl and I and I would write together, we would almost always write the whole whole melodic structure of the song first. Uh-huh. Then we would we would hum it along and put it down on our cassette tape. <laughs> we were recording on cassette tape then in, in the writers' room, and uh, and then we would go back and begin to write the lyrics. That's and, interesting. And I really love that the lyrics feel like they're in the music, and I'm I'm a real melody person. I Are love you? I am creating. Too interesting melodies and boy that is so missing in a lot of music today. I, you know i i agree with you 100 uh, yeah, I, I and i know it i'm not i'm not dissing music no. today it is what it is and yeah. it's you know people are enjoying it and you know it's it's being successful but i i guess um it just that's my thing i i love a beautiful melody and in this music and lyrically what i wanted to express it it i think a beautiful melody carries it Oh yeah, makes it more powerful. Oh, it sure does. I talk to a lot of songwriters that will say, you know, some will say, uh, I I know one in particular that will say, I never pick up an instrument until I've got the lyrics just the way I want. I go, why is that? And they say, well, um, this one particular writer, and I'm not going to mention name, he's going to be on the show hopefully. He said, I don't want the the melody to to uh, influence the lyric I have in any way, and I feel if the if the lyric is fine, then it's going to find its melody. And then I talk to people like you, and and I'm I'm both sides of this issue. I uh, hear a melody and listen to that melody, and what's it saying? What's it telling me? What's coming out of that? Melody? What is this song about? And eventually, I find that it. It has its life of its own, and it starts to come out and come together, doesn't it? Is it that way yes. for you? It is that way for me. Um, I'm not saying it can't happen the other way, and of course mm-hmm. it happens that way. You know, everybody, that's the beauty of being yes. a, a songwriter. Yes. You can do it all kinds of different ways. You know, you can be totally, get the lyric exactly what you want, and then the, the music created around the lyric. And I think, um, you know, Elton John and Bernie Taupin, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, their collaboration, like Bernie would write all the lyrics first, yeah. Yeah. hand it to Elton. And then if Elton didn't really come up with something pretty exciting in about 30 minutes, he'd put it away and start another day. You mm-hmm. know? But it happens different for everyone. And I think really that just happens to be the way it sounds like you and I mm-hmm. uh, tend to feels natural to us. Yeah, it, it's always seemed natural to me, uh, Melody First, but I've, I've done it both ways. Uh, sometimes you just get an idea that, you, oh, you know, there's an idea you got to write, you know. Yeah. And um, so it happens, but even in some of those songs, you know, you get to the chorus part or something and, and you, you hear that melody and then you, you step back. What's it really? And sometimes you start writing, does this happen to you? You start writing in one direction, the melody takes you in another, and next thing you know, you're writing a different song. Does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, yes, because you know, I like to be at the service of that creative energy that wants to come through us. I, yeah. I really do feel like, in some ways, I'm just a scribe, or just a you know, I'm I'm listening 
to what the music is saying it tells you what it wants to be yes um, one way or the other you know so i agree so yeah i i i really feel like that's one of the things that makes writing so mysterious yeah it's it really is mysterious i i, I do feel that there are things sometimes that want to be said through music mm-hmm. and and i think melody and what what uh right now it seems like a lot of the feeling of music currently in the in the out there in the world right now mm-hmm. is being carried by the the rhythm yeah the, the groove right you know, yeah the groove yeah. of the of the music and that's not wrong that's not wrong. just the way that's how it's being conveyed right now yeah a but lot of times they're doing they, that track thing they're they're building the track mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you know uh, top writing mm-hmm. you know to yeah. the track yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and that's one way of doing it yeah. yeah and and uh i i in particular think that the music the music really holds the emotion for me it holds the emotion and the lyrics that come out of it out of that emotion of the music uh when those are a beautiful fit when they just Mm -hmm. fit perfectly together there's something that happens exponentially that's greater than just the lyric or just the music it's when those things are combined and this other thing happens yes (laughs) the kind of thing that gives you the chills the hairs on the back of your neck stick up a little bit you know that magic Mm -hmm. is working huh yeah yeah yeah. and and so i just i just try to be ready yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely that's all we can do ask to be ready yeah Mm -hmm. um I remember back in the day, we talked about you growing up in, in Kokomo, Indiana. And to this very day, I, there's two things I associate with Kokomo, Indiana. Uh, whoa, whoa, radio, uh, which was just this too big monster radio station and Sylvia. Uh, so you grew up there. Um, yes. music, a big part of your life growing up. Oh my gosh. It was Everything? my life. Was yeah, your yeah, life? I, Musical I, family? N- not necessarily. I know I'm the first singer. My grandfather, my dad's dad. Uh, Connie Kirby was Connie his name. Kirby, Connie Kirby, lived in Macon County, Tennessee, up around Lafayette. Okay, and uh, he and his wife Minnie, my grandmother, uh, raised fourteen children. Oh wow! <laughs> um, my dad was one of one of those fourteen, and mm. um, my grandfather, when he was a young man, played fiddle, banjo, guitar uh, at barn dances. As oh. A young man. And through life. I bet and he listened to a lot of the Grand Old Opry, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. And my grandmother's brothers all played instruments and wow. nieces and nep- or, well, nephews. Usually it was in my family, it was mo- mostly men who played music. No. Uh, my grandfather told me uh, after I got signed with RCA and in those very early days, he came to one of the fanfares. We, we called it fanfare then. Yeah, back then. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he came to one of those, and he told me that he was so proud of me that oh. he had always hoped that one of his kids would go into music professionally because he'd always, it was, I guess it had always been a dream of his, though I didn't know that wow. until then. Mm. But he, that, since he didn't, wasn't able to do it, uh, he he hoped that one of his kids did, and none of his kids did. And so he was really, he told me he was so proud of me oh. because it, he kind of vicariously got to live that dream through getting to see me have a, a career in music. And I would imagine that moment was bigger than getting the Academy of Country Music Award. <laughs> Probably. Uh, it was. I mean, yeah. that is so precious to me. Yeah. Uh, my grandpa Kirby, uh, I've got some videotape. In fact, uh, I, I recorded an album in 2016 called It's All in the Family. That's a great record, by the song, way. Somebody's Daughter I Always Love. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There's a song on here, um, uh, All in the Family, in fact. Should I play and it? I, used, I could play sure, that one. Sure, yeah. Sure but go ahead. T- tell the story. Yeah. yeah. Well, the story is that uh, when we were thinking about doing a video of it, I have some childhood footage, uh, you know, eight millimeter, eight millimeter film, you know, converted to VHS, convert, you know converted to digital and uh i said oh and i've got some footage of my grandfather playing guitar oh, wow and he's he's in the video and i'm in the video as a tiny baby i mean i'm not even able to really hardly sit up by myself i'm very, very oh, you know no. and uh, my mom and my dad are in it it's in my aunts and my uncles and my grandparents are in it so it's it's really precious to me so i've got to find that is family. it out there on youtube somewhere Oh, yeah, yeah. it's on is YouTube. It? Okay. All in the Family. Yeah. We're going to find it. All in the Family, it. Sylvia, and you can find it. Let's play it right now. This is from the 2016 release, which it's All in the Family was the name of the record, and this is uh, mm-hmm. kind of the title cut, isn't it? Okay. Sylvia's our guest, Songwriter Connection Podcast. Nope, that's, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Love this song. Tom Schuyler and I wrote the lyric, John Mark. Tom Schuyler. Big time. Production again, the strings, how gorgeous. Amazing song, Sylvia, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. It's all in the family. Melody, melody. Oh, mm-hmm. beautiful. And truth, melody and truth. Oh. You know, there was like lots of people out there, there was alcoholism big time yeah. on my father's side of the family. And uh, my father was alcoholic. And, mm. um, you know, that that verse, you yes. know, even though there wasn't a gym in my the whiskey family, washes but, you know, parting him away. Oh, away. oh it's God. so hard. I mean, Oh. That's um, mm. and that's really what it can do when it's an, yeah. an addiction. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. So beautiful yeah. song and your voice. So I've always loved your voice, but it's 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 grown with you. It's it's more beautiful than ever, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I I I really actually love my voice better now. Do you really? When I was younger. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I, I hardly could listen to myself when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. I I feel like I've I've you know of course I've been. Uh, very conscious of wanting to get better as a singer. I, I worked with a voice teacher, Gerald Arthur, for over 30 years yeah. on a weekly base, basis. Wow. I had a Wednesday at 1130 appointment every Wednesday. Mm, and, wow. Uh, and it was just one of the, he was one of my most important teachers in life, let alone with voice. He, he really taught me a lot about um, 
how to use my voice, but to how to be my, you know, to to really be in my voice, not to try to find sing your own like voice. I think I'm supposed. Yeah, yeah. to find my own yeah. voice. Yeah. yeah, not to try to sing like someone else or to sing like I think I should be singing, but to just really connect with the music and tell the story. He was very much a stickler for. He'd stop me sometimes. He said, "Wait a minute, you know, tell me what's this verse about? I, I can't. I don't know what." She talk, I don't know what she's talking about. And I'd be yeah. telling him what the verse was about, and then I would sing it again, and I'd go, oh. Ooh. You know, he says, you know, singing is not just making sounds. You're, you're telling a story. That's 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 the whole thing. You're interpreting you know? and, it, yeah. And you're interpreting a story, and you're, 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 you know, and I think all singers probably go through this stage, but, you know, you go through the stage in your young singing life is – you're, you're, you're making sounds and you're trying to make pretty sounds or you're mm-hmm. trying to make hold notes for long periods of time or you're trying to you're, 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 you're trying to kind of uh, impress people or get people to love you because of your voice and yeah. all of that has fallen away over the years Dave I've just yeah. I all I want to do is tell the story and be true to the story and that you, that's what I want to do and and I feel like especially in Nature Child and mm-hmm. and it's all in the family those two records I feel like I've accomplished that more than I've ever been able to in any previous recordings. That's so good to hear. And you should be proud of those. That's fantastic. And for artists out there, artists and songwriters, I think, I think, you know, the vocal lessons are so important because I want people to realize they can wreck their voice. I mean, if we take a look at, you know, you were on the road like two, 300 dates a year, right? You were traveling, using that voice every day. Um, It, it takes a toll, doesn't it? It does. I mean, your vocal cords are these muscles in in your throat, and mm-hmm. you can strip them. You can get polyps. You can blow them out like a flat tire. Yeah. You know, there's it's you. You know, and my voice is it gives me so much joy to sing. And mm. I I really early on realized I want to take care of this voice. You know, mm-hmm. you know, nobody ever questions an athlete no. continuing to work out and train. Yeah. Well, as a singer. No matter what genre of music you sing, uh-huh. to to understand what you're doing with your voice and how it, it opens up so much. It's like there was so much more I could be doing with my voice mm-hmm. that I wasn't aware of because I just you know had some narrow idea of yeah. kind of you know as all singers do we yeah. imitate the singers we love. Right. But then at some point, if you're going to find your own voice, you you launch out away from that, yeah. and it's unknown territory. You know, That's you're great. trying to. You're trying to find out. Well, how does how do I want to phrase this? What does this song mean to me? Uh, and you you drop all that trying to please others or trying to do what you think is the right way to sing it, and just be with the music. And boy, oh. to be at that point in time in my life is just. Oh, it's awesome. I've never enjoyed music more. I've never enjoyed singing more than That's- I do right now. That's so good. So good to hear. I've got to take a little break. Coming right back, we'll talk more about the new record with Sylvia on Songwriter Connection Podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Thank you. Uh, again, we're with Sylvia. Uh, she's got a brand new uh, record out these days, and it is an incredible journey. It's uh, Nature's Child, a dreamer's journey, as a matter of fact. Uh, she's a songwriter, singer, producer on this, on her own record label. Uh, Red Pony Records, is it? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I started this label in the 90s. In, in the 90s. When yeah. I put out my first independent record. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, it's been a, a wonderful journey to... Uh-huh. to you know, wear all the hats. Yeah. It's, you know, it's definitely got its limitations. I don't have a big machine behind me getting my music on the radio or anything like that. So for a lot of the f- people listening, you know, it's probably seems like I went away after mm. the, you know, at the end of the eighties, but you did continue to perform and to, <laughs> yeah. to record, but you just got to find me. And you're going <laughs> out on the road again. Website. Aren't you really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, now? yeah. Yeah. I'm on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, since COVID we're just starting. You're just starting up. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but before COVID, yeah, we were out there doing dates uh, 
but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I never really went away. I just no. lost the big billboard, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the, big, the big machine behind me. Yeah, uh, but I I can't imagine my life really without making music to some extent. It's just that's just so much a part of feels like why I'm here. You know, I, I just love talking to songwriters and artists and it's my favorite thing has always been interviewing back in the radio days. And there's just such similarity between the two. I mean, your pictures on billboards and all of a sudden they're not, <laughs> you're not know, but you're gone, but you're gone, <laughs> you know, and it's not that you're canceled, but you know, the life doesn't end. You go on, you became a, a, a life coach and, uh, and a mentor. Tell us a little bit about that journey right there. How'd that begin? Well, well, you know, after I put out that first independent record in '96, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it was really before Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. It was for, before social media, yeah. And, and there was there was uh, there was MySpace. Yes, <laughs> remember I remember MySpace. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and there was Songs dot com. There were a few, just but it was just in its infancy. Yeah. So there was, oh, I just there was hardly any way to get the word out as an independent artist, that you had music out there. Yeah. So I I took a step back and said, okay, what else is life asking of me? Because right now the music doesn't seem to want to be happening. And during that time period of kind of taking a break and saying, okay, I'm open, you know, I'm open to, to, Mm. to do something else. And actually thought I was probably giving up music because I just, you know, there was no interest in the music industry and, you know, anybody signing me or anything like that. You know, I was in my thirties. I was too old. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Yeah. I had, I had record label person tell me that, you know, you're too old at 30. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're signing, we're signing 12 year olds, you know, you're you're way off the chart here. You know, you're, you know, it's like, you've had your career. Why don't you just let these other little kids have their career? Uh, Like, like at some point we're just supposed to stop creating. No, no. It's really interesting. Um, but, uh, I, it it was emboldening, emboldening of me because I realized I'm not going to sit around and wait for somebody to give me permission to make music. I'm going to find a way to make music, and thank God, that. thank goodness, the technology is such now that we can make music in our own homes now. <laughs> so, uh, but but getting back to the the life coach, when I when I hit that wall in in '96 and couldn't get anything going with the music. It was about the time I heard about coaching, and it really resonated with me. Mm. What I do when I'm doing coaching work, and I went to California. I took training and got my certification as yeah. as a life and career coach at the Hudson Institute of Santa Barbara. And so I began coaching, and I found something that I love almost as I think I love it as much as I love music. It's It's been a beautiful journey. I'm in deep conversations with people, a lot of times creative type people like in the music or in art of some type. But I also uh, work with people that are in nonprofit agencies and in the healthcare system and, wow. uh, you know, all kinds of various different uh, backgrounds, which has just been really interesting and and. It sounds I like, love it. like I love such it. rewarding work, and you're, you're helping people and, and, uh, well, and help I'm them grow. People help them. I'm helping them help themselves. There you and, go. You know, it's it's like uh, as a coach, I do not have the answers for the people that I work with, but uh-huh. I'm curious, and I bring presence, and I bring an open heart and mind, and I bring no judgment, and I just ask questions, and and I'm curious about what do they think. And I, I think in so many cases, people are so hungry to have somebody really listen to them. Hmm. So And so they can really hear themselves think out loud and talk out loud. Wow. And, and through this process, they begin to get their own answers. And that's what's self-empowering to them. They're hmm. not looking to me to give them the answers. But they're in a safe space where they can try out things. They can say things. They can uh, try on ideas and you know, it's it's just it's a beautiful uh, and sacred work. It feels yeah. like that I get to do with people because I think I'm in conversations that I'm not sure these people have with anyone else in their lives. I just flashed back to that first song we played, Avalon. You're like mm-hmm. in your own Avalon right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I believe that's you know, Avalon is metaphor. Yeah, it's metaphor for our soul. Yeah, it's metaphor for the f- the field of possibility which is within our soul of, of what we can create. Amazing. You know, we're all given gifts and, and I'm, that's one of the core pieces of the work that I do with uh, people in my coaching work is 
I'm curious about what their gifts are because there is a correlation between understanding what our gifts are and implementing those, doing something joyfully and and connecting it with the needs of the world. Where the so needs important. of the world and your gifts intersect mm-hmm. is a sweet spot. And we sometimes we're, we don't feel like we're in that sweet spot. And part of the work I do with people is help them find their way to that sweet spot. Amazing. That's wonderful. Wonderful story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, I mean, everything, so, such truth in that. Absolutely. And um, I want to get back to this record because it's, it's Nature's Child, a Dreamer's Journey. And... Um, You've got a little storybook thing. Tell us about that. Um, I watched one of the storybook videos today on YouTube of the song we're going to play next, Nature Child. So tell us about that. It's really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, so far we've made two videos, but we're going to make a video. uh, We're calling them storybook videos because we're using the, you know, the cover has that storybook on the the cover, and we're using that kind of as a template to have a lyric. It's a lyric video. Uh Uh-huh. But we're using photographs just like a, a, a storybook, like yeah. a child's storybook in a sense. Very cool. To, to uh, illustrate the song. And we're going to do that with each one. Uh, the song Nature Child, like, I can't wait till we get to that one. That's, that's going to be fun to, to do that. The song Nature Child, when I was sequencing the record and then trying to decide what, what is the title of this record, because I <laughs> don't know ahead of time. I never know till the whole thing is completed recording-wise. Yeah. And, um, and what rose to the top was that Nature Child, in, the, in all of this music, nature has a twofold meaning. It means, you know, nature, like the trees and the birds and right. the animals and the water and all that means that, but it also means our true nature who i truly am who mm-hmm. i who i am at the essence of my being and this album really is a journey well here it is nature's child sylvia on the songwriter connection podcast the clouds are drifting across a purple sky and i Above the earth, green fields, blue seas. Now I am floating above a garden wall. The flowers sway, they nod and smile. Come walk among us. We've longed to see your face. We bid you stay and rest a while. You've come home, my nature child. For so long you have been away. Come with me and you'll hear. Child. 
creatures large and small and as they speak I know them all I make a promise that I will not forget from whence I come and who I am Nature's Child from the new Sylvia record. Uh, Nature's Child, uh, uh, A Dreamer's Journey. So uh, that's kind of the title cut, huh? So we're back on the phone now. We were Zooming before, but I'm having internet problems. So Sylvia, thank you for being so patient with me today. I, I really oh, appreciate. this is fine. Hey, technology. <laughs> we yeah. all, Don't you love we it? We all deal with these things. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's really wonderful when it, it works. Is. When it works. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the Zoom thing usually, and, and I do, I write a lot on Zoom. I have a, an artist I write with in, in Australia mm-hmm. a lot, and I know you do some uh, Zoom writing, don't you? Oh, yeah I, yeah, I use Zoom in my coaching work. And your yeah. coaching, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a great thing. So It is, it's wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, we've been talking about this new record, and um, put you back on the Billboard charts, and uh, it's got to feel really good. It, you know, it, it, it's, it is such a journey. Uh, this record, and I know it has been for you too. Uh, do you draw correlations between the work you do with coaching and your songwriting and your music career? What what are the has it helped you be a better artist? I think everything helps me yeah. be a better artist, really. But yeah. but I think the correlation that I draw between the two is I'm I'm when I'm working with people, I'm listening to their stories. Yeah, and and the music that I love to record is is in and express myself through our by telling stories. I think that's one of the best ways we learn is by example. And, you know, for thousands of years, humanity, mm-hmm. <laughs> human beings have been sitting around fires at night, telling the stories about their day, you know, thousands of years ago and right. hundreds of years ago, even my, my grandparents, I remember them sitting around the pot belly stove talking about, you know, everything in the world, you know, going on in their lives. And, so it's a tradition, and and so that that's kind of the correlation. I, I think telling our stories and how we tell our stories is one of the ways we can transform our lives. In 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 the coaching work, when a person is telling a story where they're defeated or they're they're less than or they're they're not doing it right or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the the goal is to find a way to turn that story around and say, what have you done right? And what have, what has gone well? And how do you want to move forward rather than, uh, you know, selling it, telling us defeated story about ourselves. When we begin to tell our stories in positive, uplifting ways, it is just magical how it begins to change our lives. So, and this music on Nature Child, A Dreamer's Journey, this this music feels like it's really about that. It's telling the stories of the possibilities of our lives to get us into that feeling state of creativity. That's you know, right. it's, I, I think that's what this record accomplishes. If people will, you know, sit down and listen to it, I think it can inspire them to find their own path. If they're if they're on their path, it'll inspire them to keep going. If they're off, if they feel like they're not quite on the path, it, maybe it will give them some ideas and, and tap them into their imaginations in ways that they can rethink how they're moving forward. So it's not just a children's record. It really isn't. Um, but it's one that you can listen to as a family, right? Yeah, too. Yes, and I, I call it a family and children's record. It's, it's for the child inside of all of all us. All of us, it's yes. Serious. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can hear that. Yeah. So I don't want to keep you. I know you're so busy, but let's play one more song from the record and we'll take it out. Uh, Sylvia, we'll play. Uh, which one uh, would you like? Uh, um, hey, hey, it's a new day. Yeah, let's play. Hey, hey, it's a new day, because that's a real uplifting one. Yeah. yeah. We'll leave you with an uplifting uh, song from the new record from Sylvia. Sylvia Hutton, thank you so much for your time today. It's such a pleasure to catch up with you again. And uh, it's so good to hear your voice, you know, uh, and what you've been <laughs> thank doing. You. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Well, let's do this again. I'd love I to hope talk so. with you and yeah. keep the conversation going. Absolutely. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but thanks for being with us on the show. You're welcome. Thank you. Let me see those eyes, you sleepy head. Time to stretch and yawn and roll out of bed. And Thank be you for on listening our to the way. Songwriter Connection podcast. Hey, 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 Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave. Give me one more hug and we're out the door. Take the garden path where our hearts can soar. Couldn't ask for more. Hey, 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 it's a new day. Every day's a brand new canvas We paint the world we see around us And and then we start again We can skip some stones down by the creek and watch the clouds maybe fall asleep Just you and me Hey, 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 it's a new day There's a bluebird singing songs of hope She can teach us how to sing note for note If we listen close Hey, 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 it's a new day Every day's a brand We paint the world we see around us and, And then we start again Life is just one big glow on your sleepy face now it's off to bed you have dreams to chase till you hear me say hey 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 it's a new day hey 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 it's a new day hey 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 it's a new day you can catch all of sylvia's music any platform really that you get music spotify amazon music apple pandora it's out there and the new record too you'll want to listen to that with your whole family it's fantastic and please visit sylvia's website it's sylviamusic.com you'll catch all the music there too thank you for listening to the songwriter connection podcast find us on social media at songwriter connection also listen to dave lanahan's nashville connections radio show it streams live every friday morning on wobl and wnoi Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.